What did we just watch, Amy? We just watched Fear Street 1666, the final installment of the Netflix Fear Street movie series. And this is going to include spoilers. Yeah. So, I think it's still under, like, the spoiler rule. It's, like, two years old. It's, like, one years old. It's, like, one years old. It started in July 2021. That they, yeah, that they started releasing releasing the film. Well, that that was, the third one was in July. The other two might have been earlier, but. Uh, yeah, so these are our first impressions with spoilers of yeah. the of all three, all three of the films is going to be spoiled. And if you just jumped in and watched part three first, that would you be will very have confusing. Missed a large portion of the story, two thirds of the story actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would be very confused if I was just watching Fear Street sixteen sixty six. I don't know if they they really ever intended them to be standalone stories, um, but they certainly weren't. I think the the first one was, the second one kind of was with some framing device, mm-hmm. um, and this one very clearly was like, nope, we're the end of a trilogy. Well, Hope you don't we, have time to catch up. We stayed in sixteen sixty six for about an hour, and then we jumped forward to nineteen ninety four. So the first part of the film, and we've done podcasts on part one and part two of yeah. the film series. The first part takes place in 1994. The second one takes place 1970-something. I don't remember. 76, I think. I don't remember how many years in between the yeah. killers spring up. 30-ish. It's one of those things where every, every 30-ish years... And, and every generation a slayer is born. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. I think this will be a short podcast because I don't have a lot to say. I don't have about, a lot to say. But I felt like we should do one because we've done one on the other two. Yeah. And gotta, complete gotta complete the trilogy. The trilogy. Um, I was... So... Well, let, let me ask you this. What do you think about the witch stuff? I mean, yeah, it's, you're like an expert on witch stuff. So. I am like an expert on some witch stuff. Well, um, you're on depictions of witches... In popular media. How about that? Sure. Yeah. I'll say that. I did. I'm not I sure said I had... It. I didn't fully have that brain hat on when watching it. Oh, I just assume that brain hat's always on. I but... mean, it's always there, but you know how you can turn it down a yeah. little bit? Yeah, in, in the... The, the brain. Back, background. I mean, it was barely, like, boilerplate. Yeah. Which... Women who these happen to be like lesbian, like lesbian women, like lesbian. They're like, a lot like lesbians. They're like lot lesbian women. Uh, things go wrong in the village, and they blame those two. Making pact with devil, looking for witches' marks. Turns mm-hmm. out it's a. It is actually one of the men. One of the men who made the deal with. Who made a very literal deal with the devil. Yes. Um, which I think this was the first time we had, like, explicit Satan in this film series. Sure. Um, you know, we talked about witches and curses in the last couple. But this was like, no, this is, like, definitely Satan who is the devil. The trope of making a deal with the devil to be gain powers Power. of yeah. some 
of some sort. Um, and the other films have set it up that Sarah Fear, who was um, one of the accused witches in the 1666, was the cause of the the, uh, the murderous serial murder killer happening guys. in yeah. Is it Shadyville? Shady side and Sunnyville. Okay, uh, yeah. Or Sunnyville. Uh, we, we, we've maybe. talked about in the past the the goofy the, names, the goofy, like uh, allegorical. Yeah. Names, um, and so, but it turns out that she it wasn't. It's not. It's not hurtful. Yeah. So it was very like basic. Seen it actually. You know, honestly, I was thinking while we were watching. The the part set in 1666 mm-hmm. was, man, The Witch was a really good movie. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. Literally, I wrote four things down, and one of them was, The Witch did it better. The Witch <laughs> did do it better. Go watch The Witch. Uh, I mean, The Witch is a near-perfect film. It is a brilliant, brilliant film. Um, this is not... <laughs> This is fine. Um, I was... Yeah, yeah, I, I echo a lot of those thoughts about, like, the witches. It was all of the, like, bog-standard stuff. Mostly feels, like, ripped from The Crucible. Um, and then, you know, made to fit whatever purpose they're trying to do right now. It's, um... Or not the Crucible. I would just say the Salem Witch Trial. That's fair. Mythology. I I think so. the Crucible is is for me like a key part of the mythology of the Salem Witch Trials. But yes, the mythology predated the Crucible. Yes, absolutely. That's that's what Arthur Miller was drawing on. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I thought it, actually that was kind of boring. I didn't know if it was like boring, boring. It's because I had my COVID shot and I'm a little. No, Icky. I think it was boring, boring. More so than the other yeah. films. I mean, none of these are, like, great cinema no. that I'm going to return to. They're, but as, they're popcorn you know, horror. Popcorn teen slasher mm-hmm. flick. There's some entertainment to Enough so that I wanted to finish the trilogy. Yeah. Well, and I feel like they they were... In parts one and two, which I don't feel like it's unfair to compare it to, they were, I don't want to say necessarily like playing with the tropes of the the films they were representing of, you know, sort of the 90s slasher and then the 70s slasher, which do play differently over, you know, the years, which is funny because they're theoretically the same genre, whereas like... The witch trial movie as a genre is not in the film lineage of the slasher film to me. Like, there have been horror films about witches for a very long time. Mm-hmm. See also Hexen, which was, or Hexen, I don't know how you pronounce it, which was a silent film about witches and was also really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but trying to map those tropes onto a slasher film or a slasher film onto a witch trial movie i had higher hopes for doing 
anything creative or interesting with any of it. And they didn't. No. <laughs> there was, wasn't really any slasherness to No, the, the, the closest you get is the, the pastor who does a murder. Yeah. Arguably the first of the, the devil-inspired murders. Like, Which, he was the first one. You don't... The pastor rips out the eyeballs of the town's children. Yes. Which you don't see. You don't see. You see the after effects yes. of. Yes. You don't see. Um, but, yeah, I was... I was hoping for more. From, from the initial... From the teaser at the end of part two, I had had it in my mind that we were going to see... Um, not Sarah, uh, Dina inhabiting the life of Sarah rather than just like having an extended flashback about yeah, what Sarah I was thought doing. She had, I thought Dina had traveled back. Which I time. think would have been much more fascinating as, and I think there's a lot of different ways you could have done it. You know, can she change the future? Is she forced to repeat it? Does she see something new that casts this in a new light? And she does end up seeing something new that casts it in a new light. But first we just get an hour-long witch trial movie with the same actors that we've had in the past two movies. <laughs> like, that's it. Because um, at the end of the second one, Dina, who is from the 1994 mm-hmm. part of, of the story... Um, appears in you know 17th century gear mm-hmm. garb 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 uh and that's the, like it's like what's what that's the end of part two like she's yeah. going back in time to when we know sarah to Fear, witness something when she was from um but yeah it does she hasn't actually traveled in time she's just having a flashback, a flashback. To see Sarah's. That's a long time in a flashback for minimal payoff. And and it's funny because the second movie was also mostly a flashback, but like even more so, more than just an hour of it. You know, I'd say 75% of that movie was a flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it had more time, it allowed you to build characters and a story and sort of be a self-contained thing whereas this felt like it served strictly as a flashback to set up the second half of the movie which Mm -hmm. was back in 1994 um and so i i felt let down by the trilogy as a whole of not following through on its promises Mm -hmm. Um, which is hard to do all endings are hard um but I would have been much more fascinated by a film that spent the majority of its time in nineteen in sixteen sixty six, and then had you know a ten minute wrap up rather mm-hmm. than this fifty fifty split we got. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. No, I wasn't expecting it either. When we got back to ninety four, at almost exactly the halfway point, I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, we've we've seen this movie before. And we have. It was, most of what we saw in the second half was a continuation of what we saw in the first movie. First film. Um, both stylistically, narratively, like, okay, we know the blood 
is monster bait and so we have some creative ways of using that and that's interesting but we also did all of that in the first movie and we didn't do anything more interesting with it here in my opinion no um and that was a shame and then also like almost nobody died in 94 in the second one Mm -hmm. whereas the first one like surprised me continually with its deaths yeah. Like, even going in knowing it's a slasher movie, I was regularly surprised when people died. Yeah. And they died creatively? Yes. In the first one? Yes. The bread slicer? Yeah, that one sticks with me. Yeah. Like, that is a visually inventive moment. Uh, this had very little of that. Other than trying to do something interesting with, like, the neon paint that I don't think worked stylistically. This was like one the film part three was one that could be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like the other ones not so much because of the blood and gore. Yeah. Of of um, everything. But this one this one could be on TV. Yeah. It it certainly could. Um which is not a compliment. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I will say, I said this in the last two podcasts about this series, I think the format of it is still interesting to me, where it's not, they're not standalone films, but they are films. They didn't choose to go... Into a full series. uh, Yeah, into a a series, a limited series. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think... Yeah, no, I I appreciate that. Um, I think... I think they were trying to strike a balance and I'm not sure it worked. Um, because while we do get Jillian Jacobs somewhat of a continuation of her story in this one as well in the second half wrap up of everything, I can't tell you much about her character or what her wrap up meant. Like she gave a book to the nurse I don't remember. I have I have forgotten else. everything else about that. Whereas I remember the majority of the '94 story because it was the story the movies cared about the most. Mm-hmm. And so you really felt something when the characters died. Yeah, and so as we moved further, literally in time, away from that '94 story, less and less of what happens in those parts feels meaningful which because it was so focused on those characters is why i expected dina to be more actively engaged as a character in the first half of 1666 and she wasn't the actress was but the character wasn't and like i felt a little bad for sarah like I do for just about every woman that was killed in a witch trial. Like, I don't... I have sympathy for all of them, but... Yeah, none of none of it mattered? Well, no. I was glad the lesbians didn't die at the end. Although, arguably, Sarah Fear was a lesbian and was killed for being one. Yeah. 
Um, There's still some some barrier gaze there. So, <laughs> and I have no idea the background of the, the filmmakers. Yeah. Um, I, I highly doubt in the Fear Street novels. Novel is a stretch. Book. <laughs> books. Series of books. Manuscripts. <laughs> that there was um, a lesbian relationship. I, I certainly don't recall one so, in any of the Fear Street I have books a feeling that choice was... New was, was made. Yeah. This. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Dina and Sam, who we meet in 1994, mm-hmm. stay alive at the end. Yeah, that was nice. So. I was going to pick up my phone, Kitty. I'm not playing. Ow, ow, ow. Kitty would like to play Bite the Hand. Yeah. This is, in fact, the hand that feeds you, Felicity. Um, I I wrote down so little. Um, I wrote, made a note about the guy with the erection that everyone laughed at, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because I've spent a not I spent a small amount of time thinking about fallacies in film imagery lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and that. That was just a thought that occurred to me. And then they called him later, they called him the Horned Man, and that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Was, that was kind of a good joke. Um, yeah. We, we finished the trilogy. It wrapped everything up. I guess. That was our first movie of Spooky Month 2022. <laughs> and we're lukewarm on it. Yeah, well, there's other spooky movies we can watch. Yeah, you gave me a list of of them. One, as it turns out, was not a spooky movie. Yeah, because I was wrong about what the movie was. It did look like a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was not a spooky one. And Amy, if people want to find out what was on that list of movies I gave you, how might they go about doing that? They find out by joining our Patreon. Patreon.com slash 5degrees. There are two perks for being a patron. The first is you get a list of movies we didn't watch. So if you want to see the movie on the list Kevin gave me today that was not a spooky film, you gotta gotta become a, a, a patron. Uh, you also get the super duper unedited cut where you hear from the beginning when we turn the microphone on to when we turn it off. Everything is charged on a per-episode basis. You can put a cap on it in case we do 20 episodes one month and you think, no, I don't want to contribute that much. That's perfectly fine. And we thank you for listening. That's what we appreciate the most. Yeah. We're glad you're here listening to us talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes we're really excited to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, they're mediocre. There's a lot of mediocre movies in the universe. It's, and it's fun to talk about the bad ones, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think there's interesting stuff to be said about all of them. About the bad ones. Yeah. Don't forget to rate us and review us on your favorite podcatcher. And tell your friends. Say, hey, you want to hear some people talk about a thing? Here's how. Say goodnight, Amy. Goodnight, Amy.